Hi again, everybody. It's me, JR Mann. Welcome to your Life's Work Podcast. Day 26 of the big social media fast. Off the Insta, the Twits, the Face. I hope you are doing it too at some level of your life. Today, Mia Rose, a 19-year-old Southern California gal who happens to be my daughter. Uh, we used to do a little podcast called White Dad, Black Daughter. That's a special edition of that today on day 26. She's going to talk about being a teenager, driver's education, college, potential boyfriend, why cafes keep her safe. I mean, come on. It's all the goodness of a 19-year-old young lady. What's wrong with that? <laughs> I'm JR Man, JRMan.com. Hit me if you need me, but first, Mia Rose. Hi, Mia. Hi. How you doing? Uh. This is a special uh, edition of White Dad, Black Daughter. So I don't, I don't know if you know this. Do, have you had? Do you know that your dad has been off social media for twenty-seven days now? No, I... no Insta, no Twits, no Face, no, nothing. And I'm reaching out. To the people that I most dear care about, and you're not that you're not one of them, but you are. Yeah, I know. I know that you've been off of social media for a long time. What's the longest you've been off social media? <laughs> Ten minutes. One, one day. <laughs> one day. Uh-huh. What is okay? So you know, part of this deal is like I look. I'm 52. How old are you? 18. You're 18. Do you think social media is screwing up your generation? Yeah. Well, well t- tell me that. I'm I'm interested to hear you because I thought you were going to say no, but tell me why. How is it screwing up your generation? Because we're all addicted to it, and yeah. like we're all like are so insecure about ourselves. And what does that mean? Like break that like, out. Like of your appearance, of like what you look like when you see a picture on Facebook. I don't use Facebook. I think it's boring. But Instagram mainly, like, you get to, like, see, like, models and your friends and stuff. And, like, you feel insecure about how you look. Yeah. Give me an example of something that's happened recently on on the Insta that you've gone, oh, man, I really wish I looked like her. Like, who, like, who, do you remember who it was? Actually, no. I got... I'm like over that though. Okay, so you, so you're over that. You're over. You're over feeling I'm, insecure. Like this time, I'm learning how to like be Mia Rose and do what I like and what I like to look like, and not care about what anybody else thinks. Yeah, but there's still pressure uh, with the social. There's still pressure to 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 feel and perform some way different, or or no. No. Not to me, no. Oh, so you're not feeling that pressure? No. Maybe for girls that are younger, yeah. But girl who's like, a woman who's like 18 like me, probably not so much. Right. Right. What's going on on the social media platform among teenagers that people that are my age don't know? What don't we know is going on? What's what's happening out there? Give everybody, and, and be real, seriously. Be real, because these people want to hear you these people want to hear you. And I don't, and listen, you're good uh, with me. You, you know you're good with me. 
no idea. <laughs> I just, when I... Like, what would you tell a parent? Like, if you told, like, like let's say there's parents out there, because I... Oh, I mean, they, they, um, if your children likes, you know, R&B rap and rap and all that, there's, like, a lot of, like, famous rapper artists, um, a lot of, like... African-American people showing. That's what I get a lot in my, like, Explore page and the people that I follow, that I mainly follow, because I'm also part black, so, you know, I got to learn some things. Uh, Yeah, there's nothing big. Well, big to you. It's, it's, no. it's most likely big to parents, though, because from oh, my... Oh, and they... Yeah, and they... Uh, don't know and like the whole rap type deal and like the music videos and what stuff. What does that mean? Tell me what that means though. What does like that mean? Like the style and all that stuff. Like I get some inspiration from like guy rappers. Like the way that they dress, you know, like cool sweatshirts and wearing vintage stuff or sort of like vintage stuff. But there's also an element, right, that's, like, overly sexualized, like... I don't pay attention to that. You don't pay attention to that? No. Yeah. No, that's long gone. I used to, but yeah. not anymore. Okay. So the, so the social on a whole, scale of 1 to 10. 1 being it's nothing. 10 being it's bad-ass stuff. What do we... Where do we see it? 1 to 10. 10 being it's... 1 being it's a good, and then 10 it's, like... It's definitely not a landscape for a teenager or for a or for a, a younger person. Where are you at? Um I would right now I would actually say like Well, for me it's a one. But if someone who's younger and like, you know, start starting, you know, to like all that rap crap and um having their own social media, it will be a 10 for them yeah. because... So be careful is what you're saying. Yeah, because, you know, in the music videos too, like, yes, there's strippers and twerking and a lot of the booty shake, you know, and, you know, just dancing dirty and stuff and also, like, wearing these inappropriate clothes, like, clothing that, you know, the thotties be wearing <laughs> but and it can affect um younger girls that are like freshmen in high school or or sophomore going into high school um and also like what i'm noticing too which <laughs> is um since i'm a senior in high school so it's like my last year of high school and like I'm, like, seeing, like, a lot of the freshmen at my school, you know, listening to the rap crap, not, they don't, like, they don't dress, like, any of, like, you know, the strippers or just being, like, all bad or whatever, which is great, but what's so funny is that they all are just cursing out of their damn mind, and I was like, whoa, like, that's, like, a lot more cursing than... And they're getting that from the rap videos? Yeah, rap and also like sometimes like from like um 
not just not just also like because of rap like there's also other like songs too like other like genres yeah that rap, has like rap is cursing not, yeah rap, there's a lot of rap that's good we should be clear about that we're not just beating on rap but yeah yeah like there's rock like let's face it rock, my rock and roll from my generation taught a whole generation how to have sex i mean that's how that goes mm-hmm. um okay let's switch it up you're 18 mm-hmm. you're about to graduate high school mm-hmm what is going on? Catch everybody up with Mia Rose. Catch everybody up. Where where are you at, girl? <laughs> Come on, bring it. What are you doing? What's your future like? Where are you? What do you want to do with your life? Well, I don't know where to start because this is like I don't know. I don't know where to start. I guess uh, next week I'm going to the DMV to take my permit test. Shut up. Yes, on a Thursday, the thirty first. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna. So let's fill everybody in. So we went and we took it uh, a couple months ago. Uh huh. The results weren't that great. No, because I didn't study. Okay, so you didn't study and and. And I didn't finish my online driver's ed course. So. Do that, children, before you go to the DMV. <laughs> okay, so now we're going back to the DMV to do the permit test, and then I'm going to throw you in my Audi, and we're going to learn how to drive. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about learning to drive? Where are you at? I think the last time, because I put you in the car over at the high school, I think uh-uh. the last time you did pretty good, but I also know you get freaked out real quick. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, I drove 10 blocks. Oh, that's right. You should tell that story. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, I'm kind of. So we were in Chicago visiting Aunt Deb. Aunt Deb is my stepmother's daughter, my stepsister. And Aunt Deb loves you to death. Oh, yes, she does. She loves you, loves the snot out of you and says, hey. And she's got a little Volkswagen bug. Mm hmm. And she's like, hey, let's go get donuts or something, right? Yeah, she said, let's go get donuts. And we're on so the, we got we're on donuts. The south side. Let's, but there's more important things here. We're on the south side of Chicago. Mm-hmm. A, a, ni- a nice part. It's not the south side that everybody thinks of, you know, when you say south side. So it's a nice neighborhood, but it's still Chicago. And she takes you to donuts and what happens? And she was like, oh, yeah, I got I to gotta, I gotta check something away. I'm like, okay. So... We found a dumpster with an empty parking lot, and then she stops the car right when we got in, and she told me to get out of the passenger seat. So I was like, okay, but, like, literally I was looking across, like, on the right, like, yeah, on the right, I can, like, see the dumpster across. And so... um. I was confused, so I said, okay, and I got out anyways because I listened. And then she got out of the driver's seat, and then um, she walked to the passenger seat. She sat down and buckled up, and then she told me to get into the driver's seat, so then I did, and then I was like, I so, don't wait, so have my permit. So you're standing there, and she gets in and buckles up before she says, hey, get in there, man, and drive. Yeah. And you go, I don't have my permit? I don't have my permit. I was like freaking out. And Aunt Deb didn't care. No, she didn't care. She didn't. No, she didn't care. She did not care. She was like, just drive. 
like, if you're going to learn how to drive, you're going to learn how to drive. Well, the reason I knew you were driving is because when the car pulled up into the driveway, you came roaring in and squealed the tires. <laughs> yeah, I think I made a mark on her driveway yeah, or you, something. Yeah, you did. It's lucky you didn't drive into the house. But I drove 10 blocks. I was very proud of myself. I actually thought I wasn't going to make it. I thought I was going to um, break somebody's car. Like... Yeah, hit somebody. Yeah, hit someone. Yeah, but you didn't. No, I didn't. No. So I got it Were like you real sweating? quick. Were you sweating during it? Yep. <laughs> yeah. When, when you get anxiety or you worry, you tend to sweat a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Do you recognize that? Like when all of a sudden when you start to, like your palms particularly, right? Your palms? Yeah, it's mainly my palms that sweat. Do you go, oh my God. Like do you know that that's happening or do you have to go, oh my gosh, I'm nervous? Uh, I know that it's happening, and then I did tell Aunt Deb that my hands were sweating, so. Yeah, yeah. she didn't care. No. <laughs> she just wanted you to drive. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a great memory with your aunt, right? I mean, that's like a great aunt memory to have, right? Yes. I tell the story about my Uncle Tommy and me and your Uncle Mike driving down Park Avenue in Rochester, New York, and your un- and my brother was sitting up front with my Uncle Tommy. And my Uncle Tommy said, hey, roll the back window down and moon that sidewalk cafe. You know what a moon is? No. So a moon is when you drop your pants and you show your butt. Oh, my gosh. So Uncle Tommy was like, John, roll the back window down and moon. Moon those people at the sidewalk cafe. They're all eating dinner. So I pulled my pants down and I stuck my butt out as far as I could. And we drove by and Tommy starts honking the horn. And there's my moon like hanging over the hanging over the cafe. And that like I'm so happy I have that uncle memory. Now you have an aunt memory. You, yeah. You have an aunt memory. Well, also it was kind of good because now. Now I'm like kind of like brave enough to like, oh, yeah, I can do this. Yeah, you can do that. You can do that. Okay, so uh, you're going to college. Yes. You want to go to college. Yes. What do you want to study in college? Being a teen counselor, but also like. What? Wait, wait, I got But question. also being a child care worker, too. So there's like a couple of choices. Yeah. Um, so now I got questions. What? Why do you want to be a teen counselor? And who, what kind of teens do we want to deal with? Um, Any teens, especially like the ones that are like similar, kind of similar to like my past story, but also like similar situations about <laughs> freshman year of high school to junior year of high school. Because yeah, those were the worst years of my life. So so when you're talking about your background, you want to work with kids that were adopted or in foster care or, you know, have just got some busted up family situations. All of it. All of it. What would you tell, like right now, let's say you're a teen counselor. Mm-hmm. What are you, what's your message to the kids that are, that are in foster care right now. Let's say you're talking to seven-year-old Mia. Here comes a seven-year-old Mia out of that van meeting me for the first time. What What are you now, in your wisdom, telling seven-year-old Mia? 
I would tell her this is like the most basic thing that like ever like saying, but everything is going to be okay. What you're do you going mean? To what do you mean basic thing? What, what do you mean? Because everybody says this. Oh, you, it's okay. You're going to be okay. It's fine. Everything's okay. But, but it wasn't. It wasn't fine. I mean, there was major crap that you were dealing with, so so it it wasn't fine. Like, well, I don't know. Right now, right now, I'm gonna be honest with you. My brain is kind of like blinked out right now, and I'm totally chilling. So I haven't thought that far ahead of what I'm gonna say. Okay, all right. You don't have to say anything to seven year old me right now. I'm cool. I'm chill, man. I'm. Look at me. I'm. Guess what? What? I'm gonna be hanging out with my older brother next weekend. Which which we all interpret in this uh, house as maybe a new boyfriend. Everybody in this family thinks, oh yeah, she's going out on a date. Well, what is it? When you're, it's not a date. I think she, well, I think Mr. John said it appropriately. He said. It sounds to me like you're going to go date a college guy. No, it's not a date. I've known him. What's the difference between a date and what you're okay, doing on if Saturday? It was a date. We would have interest in each other, but we do not. He knows that I'm moving because I told him. And so he finally decided like, hey, but wait, let's if hang you out. weren't if you weren't moving, would you be interested in him? No. No, dad, I swear. <laughs> And you don't think he's interested in you? No. How do you know that? Because I know. You're a beautiful 18-year-old young lady. And he would even say, oh, thank you. Oh, thank you, little sis. Well, I don't, I don't care about that. Okay. Y'all, y'all, y'all assume real was, quick. When I was 19, 20, and I was, you know, I mean, I wasn't the most forward guy dating chicks. I wasn't at all. In fact, a lot of times I missed the signals and cues. Like, I didn't even get it. I was that guy. Like, if a girl liked me, I was clueless. I didn't even know. But when I liked a girl, I might have said, hey, little sis, just to make sure I was in the ballpark. Dad, stop. I might have. I might have. Stop. Okay, so where are you going on this? What do the young people do? What do you guys got planned? Like, you like cafes. That's your thing. I like cafes. Why do you like cafes? Because they keep me safe. Oh, so cafes keep you safe. What what about cafes make you feel safe? The vibe, especially the coffee, something hot, or tea, something hot that melts, like, that goes down in your throat, not melts down, but goes down in your throat, makes you feel warm, feel warm, you feel okay, unbothered, unbothered, oh my gosh, literally in the cafe, everybody will be doing their own business. And no one is there to bother you or bug you yeah, you don't, or touch you. you yeah, That's you what? I just thought of that just now. I, I didn't know. I know. Tell everybody what that means you a little bit more. Like give us a little insight to that. Like you, like you fear that people are going to mess with you. Yes. And so the cafe and the, and the warmness of the coffee and the fact that everybody's doing their own business and not paying attention to you makes you feel like, okay, I'm mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Right? Because mm-hmm. you really worry about people touching you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I always see, you know, like, my friends will be talking about going to parties or whatever. I would see on their Snapchat stories of, like, them going on parties. 
Um, and when I like see that, I get so uncomfortable. Cause just in like having a little anxiety. Yeah. Cause of just so much people there. Just. Do you feel like you're missing stuff sometimes? Yeah. I mean, I haven't. I feel like I haven't been to a party in a like little while. But I, I'm just. I'm gonna be honest. I'm just protecting myself because I just don't want to be around with people and I don't want people to touch me. I don't want people to talk to me. Like, I just want to be unbothered. Yeah, why don't you like people talking to you? I don't know. Something about them just annoys me. Yeah. Who can't? I get, I get, I get easily irritated. So, like, if someone, like, bugs me, like, I, I, I get off steam. If someone, um tries to talk to me i'm like i'm like mm -hmm, okay yeah sure who who can talk to you well, i mean you of okay. course well thank you i appreciate that it took us a while to do that though yeah it took you and i a long time look the boys are back from a run john okay so we have a friend john staying with us john has a heart-shaped sweat mark on his look at it's, it's a literal heart-shaped sweat mark i'm dead I know, right? Isn't that funny? <laughs> Angel and John, our house guest, just took a... How long did yeah, you guys Angel, run make for? Sure you take a shower. <laughs> make sure you all take a shower. Uh, did you hear Mia? Mia's already worried about you sweating on stuff. No, Angel stinks. Okay, relax. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I, know. Don't, I took a shower yesterday. All right, relax. You have hey, hey, relax. Okay, so I can talk to you, but it took a long time, and even still to this day, how long have we been together? 25 years <laughs> We've been together 12 years It's 30 years Okay so we've been together 12 years And it's taken It's taken us a long time to talk And still even to this day You still sometimes don't want to talk to me And I know that for your mom too It's hard for, it's, But you talk to me and your mom a little bit differently I know you, I know you and your mom share girl stuff mm -hmm. Right You and I share Like break it down Like how do, how do you and mom talk and how do you and I talk? We talk like you and me, we really talk like personal, personal, like the <laughs> personal. Yeah, we do deep. We do deep stuff. And then with mom, it's, I don't know. Like I do talk to her about like like, for example, today, the whole college thing. Like, uh. You, you tend to talk to mommy. Well, when you have interpersonal business with friends, you tend to talk to her first. Yeah. Yeah. So when you got tit for tat going with your friends, you tend to go talk to her and then mommy debriefs me later and then vice versa. But you and I tend to talk emotions, feelings, safety, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why? How have you learned to trust us? Like in your position, when we met you, it was I would can't even imagine how difficult it what would have been to even trust us. When did you realize, oh, I trust you guys. And here's where I'm going. I'm going to maybe one day you can sit in that cafe and be able to talk to people instead of just, you know, hopefully they do their own business. So how did you learn to trust us? 
You don't know. It just kind of happened over the course of time. Mm-hmm. Where are there any things now that you know bar you from talking to us that that go? Oh, don't don't talk to them about that. Mm. No. Not no. that. No. Yeah, you you pretty much talk to us about everything. Yeah. 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 Do you want to be able like when you go to college? Right. You're mm-hmm. going to go to college. You're going to be in your first your freshman class and Mr. Stoltz is going to be teaching you calculus or whatever it is. And what are you like? And there's going to be like Lisa sitting next to you. Right. Mm-hmm. Are you going to natch? What, what do you think? Are you going to be able to, hey, Lisa, do you want to go have coffee with me while we study Mr. Stoltz's calculus? Like, what do you think about that? Because college is this huge opportunity to meet new people. Yeah, it's going to take some time, so I'm guessing probably in, like, the middle of the year. I predict. Here's what I predict. What? I predict a freshman boyfriend. That's my dream. <laughs> I predict a freshman boyfriend, some kind of freshman romance, because that's what happens in college. Yeah, because, right? okay, right now I'm not dating because high school guys, they they uh suck and... <laughs> Well, they do, and they just, I feel like they are they don't take stuff seriously. So I know my future mans is out there, okay? Well, you say future mans. My future chocolate mans. I don't care if he's a white guy. I really like white guys. <laughs> um, mixed or, you know, dark chocolate, you know what I'm saying? But I know he's out there, and I know he's being patient and waiting for me. Because I'm waiting for him. All right, that's nice. That's nice. And perhaps you meet that guy um, in college. Hopefully. What else keeps you safe? So we know a cafe keeps you safe. Where, what else, where, what, who, what else keeps you safe? Do you feel me and mommy help keep you safe? Yeah. Do you feel, like your room obviously keeps you safe. You never leave your damn room. Mm Mm-hmm. Where what else keeps you safe? Well, at school, um, being um, at in my counselor's, being at my meeting with my counselor, her room is like really, like really nice. It's like all comfortable. You know, she has the lights down low or off sometimes, and has one lamp light. On she has tea and sometimes chocolate like that's my vibe and it's only just her in the room sometimes but I also have like some close friends too that I trust or yeah. people like a few people that I trust right now yeah I'm just I'm distancing myself from people because I just don't want to deal with anyone anymore and like and I hope I drama hope. or whatever. Yeah, and I I truly hope that that last sentence, you change that. I truly hope you change that. Ask me why, please. (laughs) Why, Dad? I I hope you change that because I want you to be in a position of being undefended with your life versus having to be in a posture of, you know, defense because you like to fight. That's your vibe. Yeah. Yeah, so I hope hope you don't have to one day. Do you hope you don't have to one day? Yeah. That's what I worry about for my future, like, boyfriend. 
Yeah, about well, about you going at him. Well, yeah, and also like I don't know how much he's gonna handle me. Yeah, that's like also like part of like my thinking of the future. Not just thinking about like what's in my face right now. Like, oh my gosh, you're going to college. Oh my gosh, you gotta get your permit and get your license. But like the other part is like, oh my gosh, how is my future, you know, boyfriend gonna deal with me? Like. Is he well, going to leave me or is he well, what? No. Let's do one step at a time. One step at a time. Ready? We're going to get the license. We're uh-huh. going to get your butt in college. Uh-huh. I want you to meet Lisa uh-huh. in Ms., Mr. Stoltz's class. <laughs> All right. And then, and then maybe there's a dark white chocolate guy that you can bring home to meet me before he even takes you to dinner. Because uh-huh. that's, that's the fact, Jack. I like me a white chocolate man. Oh, my Lord Jesus. All right. Oh, um, guess what? I just noticed something. What? There's a lot more dark chocolate guys out in the East Coast than white chocolate guys. Yes. There are a lot of, there are a lot of black people in the East Coast. Yes. Yeah. It does sound racist, doesn't it? Doesn't it doesn't sound racist. <laughs> Don't ruin my vibe. Leave me alone. <laughs> All right. All right. We're 30 minutes. I, okay. want, I want you to know I love you. Love you. You're my only daughter. You'll you'll always be my only daughter, even if I adopt another girl. Stop. After you leave, if I adopt another girl, you will always be my one and only daughter. Uh-huh. But I will tell the new daughter that she's... Stop. <laughs> okay, goodbye, everyone. This is your black daughter leaving. Okay, goodbye, babe. Love you. All right. Thank you, dear Mia. Uh, I'm JRR, JRRman.com, M-A-H-O-N.com. I'm a spiritual director and mentor. Hey, get my new book, Year, 365 Contemplations, designed to do one thing, to move you to the divine. If you need a spiritual director or mentor or want to know what one is, the website, JRRman.com, will help you. If you got big decisions you're muddling over, relationships or career or faith, let me have those conversations with you. I'd love uh, to have those. Um, hey, thanks for being a part of this, and for, thanks for being a part of my passion. Tomorrow's day 27, and God knows what we're going to find there. Love you. See you tomorrow. Tomorrow.